Welcome, friends. Hey, friends. Welcome back to another episode of An Friendship Podcast. I hope you all are doing well. Yeah. I hope life is treating you well. It's fall. It is. Fall always means closer to Christmas for me. Yeah. Like fall is a wet, fall is a season, but I think of it more as like, we're almost at the end of the year. Yeah. So that's why I see it as. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a nice time always. Yeah. Like, even if you don't celebrate like the holidays, it's still just a nice like time. It's like a slower pace Mm -hmm. in the year and like things aren't as busy. A lot of people are focused on like family and stuff. So work hopefully isn't as busy for you all but it's also a season where you have to be mindful of like seasonal blues yeah that's the, so true the weather wow yeah you think oh the, yeah yeah it's hard seasonal depression is real okay yeah. it's very real it's very real um but it, i feel like it usually happens like well for me it usually happens like when it like right when you're transitioning out of summer into fall and oh. then probably like November hits the hardest and then December is probably chill but then like and then January is like oh optimi- optimism optimism then February around Valentine's Day depression <laughs> <laughs> it's like not not, not yeah. because of like relationships though, but it just be like ugh. and then like spring you, you finally start going yeah it's a regular depression it's like not like, like you're like oh it's happy now yeah, yeah. the weather the colors are different yeah. things like that it's like warm but yeah 2023 is going to be a good year it we're, is, we're it claiming is, it, it is, now it is, a year it is, of rest and relaxation and yes. newness and all those good things yes, it's going to be a really good year yeah what's new with you mm-hmm. nothing just <laughs> why <laughs> you say it like that <laughs> i mean it's just the same like just working and in school and all that all this is almost over it's almost over just yeah keep on swimming i know yeah but nothing new with me i feel like life should be more exciting <laughs> i feel like i should have some some more excitement but i don't know yeah i feel like i'm going through that phase in life where it's like a it's like a semi midlife crisis but not really a mm. midlife crisis where i'm like oh my gosh i should be out the house i should be doing this i should mm. be doing that but it's like but i'm tired yeah so it's kind of like balancing what i want with what i feel like i should be doing yeah because i feel like it's that pressure where it's like i'm young i'm never gonna have this time again yeah. i should be doing this i should be doing that mm-hmm. and it's not because of anybody around me is because what I what I also want like mm-hmm. I want to travel I want to be out so I always ask myself if I am optimizing my time as much as I should be mm-hmm. um so I think that sometimes gets to me um during this time so it's like a, it's like a little like I'm in between like feeling young and then feeling like I'm moving on to another season mm-hmm. but still like in the in between yeah. that's what I feel like right now yeah same I think I don't feel like I'm getting like too old, but I feel like, dang, like I had some, I had some goals when I was young, like a little younger. Like mm-hmm. I had some, I was passionate about certain things and I wanted certain things. Like when I reached this age, um, not necessarily things I couldn't, I can't attain, but it was, but as I like life started happening and it's like, you got to worry about like bills and uh, just random stuff. It's just, that those passions and dreams started to fade away. So I think that's been on my mind a lot lately. Like I want to get back to these things, but I also feel like I need the motivation to get, Mm -hmm. to get there. And I just don't have that yet. 
maybe because I'm busy. So hopefully, you know, as as I do start to focus on resting and like things that I want to do next year, that those desires and those passions come back. Because I know people be asking me about like all these things I used to do. Like, where is it? I'm like, look, I don't got time and I don't have the energy. I don't have the passion anymore to do those things. But they're, they're, they're still on my mind. So mm-hmm. if I can reinvent reinvent it in some way, then I would definitely get back to it. So. Yeah, no, I get that. That's yeah. real. Yeah. What's our topic for today? This topic, y'all, <laughs> it has been an ongoing topic for uh, some time because I, I mentioned it to you like before this recent incident that probably a lot of people don't even know about. But mm-hmm. um, it's appearance and friendship. Yep. And not just like looks wise, but just like all encompassing of like appearances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And why people choose to be friends with certain people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it kind of, I feel like it's interesting because we live in the DMV mm-hmm. and people are very much like, I guess, you know, the jokes that people make like, oh, when you're from DC, the first thing people ask you is, what do you do for work? Mm-hmm. Because people want to be associated with similar people and similar career paths with them. Yeah, It kind of is similar to that, like superficiality. Like, I want to be friends with people who are who do this, who look like this, who dress like this. Yeah. I mean, we were just talking before we even hit record about how like the DMV is particularly more, you know, tough. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that it's not tough in other areas, but we ex- we see like we're just a little we can be more intense with certain things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is superficial a word or just like. I don't know, we we prioritize certain things more than other people in other places will. yeah mm-hmm. um and like like if you were to go to another state um and dress a certain way or i don't know people will probably see you and be like wow like you're like the coolest person ever in another mm-hmm. state but you go here it's just a regular day another day of you the girl something. next yeah. door yeah so yeah that's 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 a big thing but in terms of friendships i think this happens like not just in the DMV. This happens everywhere where yes. people want to be friends with people who look a certain way, who act a certain way, and who, um, I guess, have a certain network mm-hmm. and are in a certain tax bracket, like things like that, rather than looking at like, is this person good to me? Is this person um, somebody I can go to or mm-hmm. um, actually build a relationship with? It's all like everything is appearance. Like who looks best in these pictures? Yeah. Even celebrities do it. Yeah. And so we take that and we do that in our everyday friendships or everyday like outings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we want to be associated with people who are popular, people who... um are pretty and people who dress nice and stuff like that like we don't want to be i don't know we don't want to be what's the word what do they say what's that saying like you can't be the smartest in the room type but not the smartest it can't be the prettiest the prettiest i guess Mm -hmm. you want everybody around you to be pretty yeah and i think i don't know we're, we're seeing it more where people are talking like I only want pretty friends and this comes from social media like mm-hmm. you see like oh i only want to be around pretty girls or and this is not like people saying this with the opposite sex is women saying this about women men don't really say it in the same way but i men do deal with a similar like a similar aspect of it yeah but it's like yeah 
or I only want friends who are baddies. Mm -hmm. And it has for some groups, it's associated with certain things like because I think the truth of the matter is we can't deny the fact that someone who's considered universally beautiful or pretty obtain certain things in life yeah. right that's just a fact mm-hmm. right so people who are saying that they only want to be surrounded by pretty people in a sense they're trying to say like i want things to be a little bit easier when it comes to me going out mm-hmm. or i want things to be easier when it when it as it pertains to me getting certain things mm-hmm. you know so because of that i only want to be associated with people who make that easy for me yeah you know which i think is very like that's not friendship it isn't i feel like that that's not like because i mean i think of friendship as like a as like a relationship when you take your vows or when you get married you say for better for worse for richer for poor all those things it would be wild if something happened to your significant other and you're like i'm out you're like you know i'm not gonna be here no more i'm not saying that people do and then people have their reasons or whatever but it's still wild because of the vows that you take so similar if you're not taking those deep vows with friendship but it's like if something happened to your friend's appearance does that change you wanting to be friends with them Mm -hmm. and i think it's also like like to you your friends the friends that you hang around you expect a certain standard but like somebody looking in probably thinks like oh y'all not even baddies for real anyways or stuff like that so it's 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 just like these topics are like so it doesn't really make sense because like pretty to you it may not be pretty to somebody else Mm -hmm. like it just it just varies it depends and so when you're when you're in those like conversations or you're like you're you have that kind of mindset it's like you have to remember that like beauty is subjective like mm-hmm. not is it is it beauty or just like appearance or stuff like that like a like attractiveness is is subjective yeah, so attractiveness is yeah subjective, so yeah. you can't it it doesn't make it just doesn't make sense but like when people say these things it's like so who like so who do you think like is it is it the way like somebody's weight or is it somebody's clothing or like what or is it somebody's color like skin complexion mm-hmm. that makes you like decide oh you can't be a part of our group but these people can or like is it the, is it is it like the culture like it's just different there's just so many different aspects that make people like decide these things that and it, I don't know I just don't agree with it yeah I think that's I think it's so interesting because I think about I'm trying to think of this like in the realistic from a realistic perspective as well like if I had a friend and I don't I don't consider people ugly ugly is not something I call somebody because you're you what like you said I might see something as attractive and you might not see this as same thing as attractive but like if you kind of boil it down to like dressing mm-hmm. you know which dressing can dressing is subjective but there's certain certain things that are universally appreciated mm-hmm. in regards to dressing, right? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like if your friend was wearing like busted shoes and like they were ashy when they came out, how would you feel about that? As a friend, I will tell you, <laughs> like you can't be. I will help you. Put yeah, but it's not, it's not. But it doesn't change your friendship with it the doesn't, person. Yeah. yeah, it's just like hey, like. Maybe you want to do this or do that. Like you, you would address it, but you're not going to be like, we not friends yeah. anymore because of it. Yeah. But if they, what if they're like, I just simply do not care about my appearance and I'm not going to change it. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, I, I, I feel like it's like, okay, it is what it is. But it mean, 
<laughs> my head. Oh my god. That gosh. changes everything. It's like nah. I don't know. I'm then we have to have a conversation of why. Like but what if yeah, they just say it's not their priority in but, life? But like your skin is not your priority. <laughs> like, no, but like there's certain things. <laughs> this, that's so bad <laughs> it, no, this is so funny because like you're over here like who cares about a piercing and all this stuff <laughs> and you just bring up <laughs> this small incident <laughs> you're like oh, alright we, we want to talk about that kind of appearance but that's true it's true that's yeah. very true like some people do not care to spend money on certain things but like I don't know I, I would just I would want you to care I feel like if you <laughs> there's some things that like if you like that <laughs> I start to say like you don't care about yourself like you don't care about your health and your well-being <laughs> if you're allowing yourself to walk around with busted shoes like that means I feel like that's those type of things are probably like matters of the heart <laughs> yeah I mean it does it does boil down to matters of the heart but I always think like I mean, these are extremes. Yeah. I think we're talking about extremes. These are not yeah. things that we see every day. But it's like, I asked myself or I challenged myself, can I be friends with a homeless person? And if they stayed in that state that they are, could I continue in my friendship with them? Because I feel like sometimes we enter relationships saying like, this person is going to change or this person is going to do this or this person is going to be that. But at the same time, if this person never changed, would that impact my friendship with them? And the truth of the matter is, like I feel like to a degree, yes, for me. Only, but it's not like I'm like fully like, I feel like it's so wrong to be like, oh, I think it's wrong in a sense of, I'm admitting to the fact that to a degree I am superficial from that perspective. Yeah. But it's like a bias. When you mm -hmm. recognize you have a bias, it allows you to overcome it. But if you say you don't have a bias, like, oh no, yeah. it's not gonna be like, I'm gonna be cool, I'm gonna yeah. be fine. Like, that's when it's not realistic. It's yeah. kind of like when we always like relating this back to faith. When people say, come as you are, as soon as somebody comes as they are, we be looking like, not like that though. Mm -hmm. like, <laughs> you know? Why you come to church just like that? <laughs> like, when we say come as you are, these are the, the this is the rubric yeah. of what it means, yeah. right? I think like we have to come, like, I think I, I just think about that. Like, if somebody never changed, could I continue in my friendship with them in that way? Mm. I don't know. That's an extreme. I think these are extreme yeah, examples, they, of they course. Are. Yeah. But like, it isn't the purpose of living life evolving and changing. Mm -hmm. So like if someone is legit stuck in their ways in anything, like you, there's there's no real way that a friendship can grow or continue, I feel like. That's very true. Um, there's foundational things that shouldn't change. But like, if you're like, dead set on in certain things then like that doesn't make sense because new information comes out like we we learn new things like That's about about real. things and people and stuff and for you to be like no no then that goes back to a character thing yeah because that means yes it's your appearance but you simply don't want to change without even when you're given new information yeah. That's also kind of like, yeah. I would always like for that, those extremes of like why somebody will want to be friends with only like light skinned people or why somebody will only want to be friends with people who dress a certain way or who have make a certain amount of money, stuff like that. 
like all those things you you have to you have to go down to like the root of it. it there's something there's something mm-hmm. in your childhood or somewhere that like you that that made you decide that mm-hmm. that these are the the these are the requirements to have a friendship because mm-hmm. like you i don't and it, i guess it's the same thing with like when you're looking for a, a partner in a relationship like you have these dead set requirements and stuff and then you get you see those things you you see someone with all those qualities then you get to know them you're like wait what is yeah. but then some people probably stay in those friendships or relationships because it's like those are the qualities or the things i said i was looking for but mm-hmm. then you but then again you, you get new information you realize oh i actually don't want this or i actually don't care about this or i thought i wanted this or i but thought I this, this this was important but it's not mm-hmm. so if you start out in the friend group and you're saying, oh, well, only baddies by my side and they have to look a certain way, have to have a certain body type and all these things, or guys, they have to dress a certain way or listen to a certain amount type of music, like stuff like that. As new information is presented to you, as you grow and you evolve, you realize that like, oh, these people aren't, this isn't a requirement. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this person is actually really cool. This mm-hmm. person that's the exact opposite of me or like, you know, things like that. But in in terms of like going to like there's also people who have friends for certain things yeah so like there's a friend group that you go to the club with mm-hmm. there's a friend group that you go to bible study <laughs> there's a friend group that you like to talk about fashion with or just like different things mm-hmm. or like you go out to eat with and stuff um is that superficial or is that like mm-hmm. just knowing what your friends do and don't like yeah i don't think that's superficial i think that's just knowing like you said it's knowing what your friends like because you're not gathering based off of one commonality like we do this together but even if you like let's say you have a friend group where you guys just go to different concerts together like you don't connect otherwise but when it's a concert coming into town that's when you connect i don't feel like that's superficial because at the end of the day you know what the the friendship is. The friendship is we are concert goers. Mm-hmm. We're not anything else. You know what I expect of you. I I know what I expect of of the friendship as well. And our mutuality is going to these concerts. And when we go to the concert, we have a great time. We get along. We that's a part. It it it, it strengthens our friendship. And we go back home. Mm-hmm. It's not off of appearances. It's based off of what we both enjoy together mm-hmm. you know what i'm trying to say i feel like that is different versus like it's not when when it's solely based off of like looks and i feel like looks is the only thing that we can really say because you looks are it's just so vast you can have someone who who looks like let's say there's like a group of five and all five of those people look the same or look within like how they sh- the qualities that they should look like but one person likes to go to the library one person likes to go to happy hour. One, you know, they all have these different interests, mm-hmm. but you're forcing them to all come to one group or one place because we all look the same. Mm-hmm. That's different versus like we both enjoy this and we're going to this and this is all we this is something that we consume together, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. What, what happens in friendships where. What am I trying to say? Like when you are when you notice that a friend or you yourself do this where you have a certain group where you guys go to public outings together but then you have that one friend that you are close with you guys have you guys have built like a deep friendship with and all that stuff like you consider them one of your closest friends but you don't invite them to those things 
Mm. You don't invite them to those public places where they get to meet new people and stuff like that, or get, they get to meet your other friends and stuff like that. But you just keep them in the tucked corner. away. <laughs> What's yeah. that? No, I mean, that is, that's weird, first of all. <laughs> I feel like you have to ask the friend, like if you're, it depends. Like, are you saying that I'm inviting this person and this person declines? No. Like you are not inviting them there. You only go, you only hang out with them like on solo dates. Like, like, oh, you guys are going out to eat or they can come over and stuff. But like when you're going out anywhere, like you're going out that you can easily invite them, but you you're don't. not inviting them. I think, okay. I do think that friendships in general go through that. Like, I feel like there's that part of you where it's like, I know I can do this with this, these friends. I don't know if I can do this with this friend. But if you genuinely want to grow a friendship, you have to kind of take that step and and put that person out there. For example, you know how we talked about birthdays and how it's awkward sometimes and how when you think about birthdays, you want to invite somebody that that person will like relate with. Mm -hmm. But then when you actually get to the event, you see that that friend can hold their own. That gives you new information like, oh, this person is OK to come out to these places and they are not they don't they don't feel awkward. They enjoy it. Mm -hmm. They appreciate it. Therefore, I'm going to invite them more. Mm -hmm. So you have to give them the opportunity. If you're not giving them the opportunity, that's weird. Yeah, because even if I'm the friend that's tucked away, I'm like, why? Right. I'm like, are you hiding me? Yeah. Are you hiding the world from me? Like, <laughs> like what like, does that mean? Do I not associate? Do I not look the part? Do I not act the part? Yeah. Um, that you that you act with your other friends that makes you feel like I shouldn't be in that group or that circle with you. I, I understand like not wanting to mix friendships, but you purposely not inviting me to places I could easily like go with with you or vice versa, me not inviting somebody who I know, like, mm -hmm. like even if you know they can hold their weight because they, could you go with them to other places, like to other things, like other common places, like you guys are interact together in those places, but like there's other places, like certain places that you just don't invite them to. It's like, there's something you there's something there. are not telling me that's probably like, yeah, because then that can cause that friend that stays back to yeah. start to compare themselves mm -hmm. to the friends that you are going with. Yeah, yeah, because it's like, stuff. like, what is it about me? No, truly, because, and this happens in regards to traveling, and you know, the the TikToks about like coming back from a trip, not being friends, are hilarious. It's hilarious because girl trips are notorious for we are not friends no more. Do not talk to me. Mm -hmm. I'm never traveling with you again. Mm -hmm. But like you said, I really like what you said about new information. Going on these trips also gives you new information about your friends because you learn certain things. Like if you are a person. Mm -hmm that likes to travel cheaply mm -hmm. and I'm a person that's like when I go travel I'm trap. I want to be comfortable I'm not staying in a three-star hotel I'm not staying in a two-star hotel we are only doing five-star hotels because I'm not about to be worried about where I'm staying mm -hmm. but if that annoys you about me maybe you don't invite me to the next trip you're going to invite somebody who is more mutual like you but if you're not explaining that to that person they're going to be insecure like because then also it kind of comes to the point where it's like what is going on on these like on these trips am i not good enough yeah. like am i not am i not similar enough mm -hmm. um i don't know i think it takes one of it's, it can be just very awkward it can yeah, be dicey in that could. sense <laughs> for sure yeah i i i i see it a lot and i and i do understand it from the perspective of like not wanting to mix like your your friend groups or um 
like knowing that this person's probably not going to have a good time or this doesn't seem like this person's thing but sometimes just ask like yeah just ask just ask and try it out and if it doesn't work then okay then you know like okay this these are these are the type of friendships that you build one-on-one versus group and you also give that person the autonomy to to make that choice like Mm -hmm. if they if the person says they want to come like how i how i look at invitations now these days is if i invite you you don't know what the guest list is you don't know any other information you only know the information that i provided it is not my responsibility to babysit you at this event because you said that you wanted to come you had the opportunity to say you didn't want to come but you said you wanted to come so that means that you have the autonomy to take care and handle of yourself handle yourself when you get there Mm. so i think about it like that you've given them the choice and they say like i'm okay with that you know so for that if i'm riding with you you must be by my side the whole time (laughs) toy yes okay certain types of events certain types of events like if if i mean if we're, if we're going to like a, no but i'm okay go ahead if i'm going to a common place that i know that other people will be at um that i know then i'll probably just eventually you you would branch off and be with like the other people yeah i'm stuff. talking about more from sort of more so from the perspective as the person hosting the event oh was inviting you yes, oh, yes okay. yeah, yeah yeah no i'm not saying like we ride together oh. and then i'm di- no that's like, that's yeah, weird you must be by my side like, <laughs> what is that but yeah um a host host somebody hosting the event yeah i would expect me to be able to hold my own to, yeah. to come if if i know who somebody else is going then that's when i ride with them or mm-hmm. go come with them and just let them know like oh i don't know people here can so, you come can we come so ride can together yeah when you say can we ride together that means we're we're with mm-hmm. we're there the whole we're, the whole day the no, whole night we're, we're by each other's we're side besties for the <laughs> night we're, we are because that's that's pretty much what it means yeah. but yeah i i understand like hosting could be like you have other people that you have yeah, to take care to of attend to. The night. Yeah. yeah, so I think about the hosting from that perspective. But from like the appearances perspective, have you ever felt pressure from any friend group to look a certain way or dress a certain way? Um, when I was like younger, like same. Yeah. When I was young in like middle school, like you just it and it wasn't like them telling you how to dress, but and even as you get older, it's not them explicitly saying you need to dress a certain way. But I mean, if you were bullied and like, or like people like made fun of you for certain things, you're like, okay, I know not to wear this or Mm -hmm. I know not to act this way or stuff like that. But as you get older, you kind of just kind of can kind of guess, like you can ask like, what's the vibes? Or like, like, how are people dressing here? Mm -hmm. Like if you have that kind of awareness, um, I would say in those ways, I feel pressured because if I'm going to a certain place, I know like certain people who are going to be there and the way they dress and stuff. I mean, we we literally live in Maryland. Like mm-hmm. the way they act, the way they dress here is just it's just next. And they just take it to the next level all the time. Yeah, you just time. it is like I can't keep up sometimes, but um, sometimes sometimes sometimes, <laughs> sometimes okay. But sometimes like if you kind of for me like if. I know my own style and mm-hmm. I know like how I like to look and stuff. So sometimes I can incorporate that with like whatever the event is and be mm-hmm. like, okay, I, I probably need to up it a little more here, but here I can just be myself. So in those ways, I, I feel pressured just because of what I see, but not mm-hmm. in sense of like my friends saying like, I mean, you know, they'll jokingly say y'all have to come with the hottest outfit mm-hmm. or whatever, but that doesn't make 
those types of things don't make me feel insecure. It's the fact that I know that I'm going to be in this place with all these other people and I can either be overlooked or looked at <laughs> in a way that's like, okay, yeah. or I'll blend in. Mm-hmm. So it depends on how you want to how, how you want to come to come the event. that day. So yeah, I think that's the only thing, but not explicitly. I don't yeah. think either. And because I I feel like my style is, I feel like I get a lot of praise for my style already. That it just kind of gives me that confirmation or affirmation that like either way I'm, I'm good. good. <laughs> but for yeah. other people, I know it's like like you. Sometimes you can tell like like sometimes if I'm dressing a certain way. And I'm looking at myself in the mirror. I'm like, I'm trying too hard. Like, I feel, Mm -hmm. I look at myself. I'm like, this is, this is me trying too hard right now. Mm -hmm. And you you feel like your friends felt pressure now that you, because you said you get so much praise for your appearance or how you dress. Do you feel like people who are friends with you feel pressure to go out when they go out with you? Cause they're like, oh, she dresses really nice. Yeah. I don't feel pressure to go out with you, but I could imagine people would. Mm, I don't think so. I feel like my friends, I feel like I can kind of like my friends, like they blend with me like it doesn't my some of my friends they dress better than me Mm -hmm. but then there's other friends who they're secure in like their the way they dress and Mm -hmm. stuff so they don't they say you look nice but it's not like an envious like wow i should have done more today or something like it's just Mm -hmm. it's really chill sometimes they ask me like what am i wearing so that they can know like yeah so yeah i don't i don't i mean if they have they haven't told me but i don't think that um at the end of the day they dress how they want to dress now sometimes there's some instances where like people would like be very relaxed back to the the original conversation you're like (laughs) but it's not like it's not like we're going anywhere like important really but sometimes it's just like an everyday thing i'm like you you like (laughs) i don't know how to explain it but like i remember when i went to this i went to this church and they pastor but i don't think it was during sermon mm-hmm. it was just like a i don't know i was probably at a, in a leadership thing and he and the pastor was basically like even if you're going to like the grocery store or like you're going to like the gas station whatever like always look presentable pretty much and and i was like mm. I understood it, but then I didn't understand it because it's like, you know, like the thing where they'd be like, oh, don't be going around wearing the bonnets bonnet. and all yeah. that stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was like, I guess, but like, so I can't be doing makeup and hair every time. Like, and then the person that said it was a man. So of course it's probably easier for you to yep. do that. So like in those instances, if I'm going to those random places with like a friend or whatever, I'm I'm never really embarrassed about like my friend's appearance mm-hmm. in, those, in those regards. But now it's never, I never, I, I don't believe I've been in an experience where I was going to a nicer place and the person I was with was looking bummy mm-hmm. on purpose or like, I've never, I've never. Yeah. That. The funny thing is, is like, I, from the appearances perspective, I feel like because of my upbringing, my parents have always been very, they were very much like, you must look presentable everywhere you go. Mm-hmm. My dad hated bonnets and and scarves and things like that out the house so i would always have to like take that off before Mm -hmm. i so i've already kind of that has already been in me so then when people started saying it 
I don't like how it's presented to people. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you shouldn't this and people think this. Like, I don't like that conversation. But at the same time, I know the reality of it is like, I wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel uncomfortable when I leave the house in a scarf or a bonnet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I have a bias towards that because mm-hmm. like, for example, if it's like my sister and she's like maybe going around in a bonnet, I might feel a little uncomfortable, not because of, I feel uncomfortable for people's perception because now it's such a topic mm. and now it's such a thing and people perceive it as this like ghetto mm. thing. And I don't like that, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I feel like that's also, I don't, I, it's not about changing someone's perception of you um, to be positive, but I do feel like unconsciously because I've already kind of, I dealt with it growing up. I'm still hearing about it. It's one of those things like, I don't want people to make assumptions about me in general. So mm-hmm. therefore I'm going to adapt. Yeah. Um, but I think how it's presented to people, especially with how it's presented to black women, I feel like that's detrimental Yes. about like, oh yeah, you're, cause it's not, cause that's, it's like one of those things where it's like people do it in other cultures, but for us, it, we automatically be are, are saying to people like it's ghetto mm. it's unpresentable it's undignified it's this it's that let's do for the better of our community you know and it's, yeah. it goes back to respectability politics yeah the same you way that we tell men wear suits in these yeah cut your things. hair don't wear your hair certain ways like why do i need to appear a certain way in order for you to respect me mm. that shouldn't be the case you should respect me because i'm human and not how I appear Mm -hmm. to you. Um, So yeah, I think it's like one of those things, like you can say like, I don't think how it's presented to us as a community is positive, but at the same time, I'm not gonna lie and say like, you gonna see me walking around in a bonnet and this Mm -hmm. and then that, because truthfully you're not, Mm -hmm. but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make someone else feel bad because of that. Yeah, there's so many like, there's so many ways that you like, you can take this conversation because there's like appearance and like, christianity or like mm-hmm. religion like modesty and like just modesty is one of those it's a trigger word oh my gosh it's, it's just like <laughs> there's so many pieces to it and i feel like like lately like i feel like i'm i've been going through a transitional period with with my like my style and stuff where even some things that i wear i'm like i would like i was depending on the setting like i was going to i was going somewhere and i was wearing a chill outfit like it was it was chill and then I FaceTime my friend I was like because I was going with them and I was like is this okay to wear and it was a pause like <laughs> how do you feel I said I'm not wearing it then I don't yeah. care how I feel if I'm going somewhere and I already know <laughs> how people are going to perceive me in that setting I'm not wearing it yeah so but then in another place I can wear that and be the most comfortable person exactly so for for that instance I had to ask like I just yeah. had to be like what like and we have the I think as women we have those conversations a lot because you can wear certain things in certain settings like what I wear on vacation will be very different from what I wear on a day-to-day basis yeah. but when you call someone and you're like okay because i remember i actually had this happen with me for one of your events and someone called me and they were like okay what do you think i should wear because you know it's a mix of it's a mixed bag like you don't know who's gonna be there mm-hmm. it's a it's different people yeah. it's different crowds but at the same time it might be okay for this crowd but this crowd yeah and it's like when you're talking to the person and i don't know if men go through the same thing you're literally saying like it's not bad but i want you to think about it this person is going to think this and this person is going to think that about what you have on and you know i feel like there's so much 
thought and there's so much intention Mm -hmm. and then when people be like oh that person doesn't care it's just like you don't even know Mm -hmm. the thought process that goes beyond like what this is actually what this is actually happening and i feel like we do that for a lot of Mm -hmm. events you Mm -hmm. know to be sure yeah and i know like for appearances with certain groups of people it can be they want 100% 100% baddie and this other person they want they want none of that like yeah. that stuff is like oh you can't be around me dressed mm-hmm. like that you can't be I can't be seen with you if you if you partake in that mm-hmm. <laughs> you know that style and stuff like that so it's always it's just it's just so tricky so like be yourself but like just just be cautious of like where you're going yeah. like it, it's the same way it, come as you are is not the same the way the way we say it in the bible is not yeah. the same the way we say it in person and the other part that i was thinking about was like um like what is modesty to men like what is that what is, like like how do they what is I mean, appearance yeah. what is appearance for men like when are men meant to be modest there's a lot of ways like because modesty for women and men can come down to labels okay for men it's labels Mm -hmm. like if you see someone rocking you know what it is like for example it's it could be the some shoe Mm -hmm. that is very hard to obtain and and he has it so you think you think that those type of people get judged as immodest yeah yes I don't think so. Tim. Tim saying yes. Really? Yes. Who's judging them? Other probably other men. We're we're probably not judging them. But that isn't that the whole like it's the same way, I don't like, wanna I I don't wanna call certain Instagrams out, but there's Instagrams dedicated to calling people okay, out yeah, based true. off that's of true, certain true. things because they're deeming it as immodest. Okay, that's true. But you don't hear people get on the microphone and talk about them. They don't. Very, very rarely. Because they're, cause they're the ones, the people on the, uh, the people with the microphones are the ones that are saying, are, who are wearing <laughs> the things, but they will call out the women. It's yeah. crazy. And and it, it, our culture has changed too, because we see more, cause I don't even want to just associate it with just like the church, but mm-hmm. in general, you see more culture switching towards you can identify, I guess maybe because we're older, we're able to identify what someone's wearing. Even if it doesn't have a label, we can sometimes tell we know where this is from. Mm-hmm. We know where this is from. But back in the day, it was harder to tell where people were getting their stuff from. Mm-hmm. So the conversation of modesty around men wasn't really like a big thing. Mm-hmm. But now it's kind of like becoming mm-hmm. more prominent because men's clothing are becoming more it's more distinguishable you're like i know where that is from i know how much that costs that's not as common as as it was before that's true yeah so modesty with men i think it's like more so like labels and things like that and then also showing skin Mm -hmm. like if a man is like his chest is all out people gonna say he's not modest yeah but it's not as detrimental as it's not the, the 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 trials and tribulations all the stress the that trials women go and tribulations with with their stuff like it i mean you get you're getting you're getting i guess you're getting flack from like your friend groups on how you should dress then you're getting then another group of people who don't even know you are telling you how to dress like it's just so much of like like it's so hard to like discover or like find out what your style is because there's one standard of like what beauty is or like 
good looking is mm-hmm. and then there's another standard like what you like and then there's another one what's what is the right way yeah is it so many there's so and i i know men go through that all people go through that as well like mm-hmm. whatever but like truthfully groups, women but, go through it more yeah yeah and it's, it's 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 rough it's it's tough like appearance is literally the first thing you see on somebody yeah. so you can you can we can say oh appearance is um also like or appearance affects like all these other things but like it's the f- first thing that you look at in somebody you think it can make or break like whether you want to be friends with them even it's like true. it happened when we were like in, like younger in middle school like no yeah so now it's just like you glance over at them take one look and you're like yeah i'm we good off of that yeah and you know it's funny because it comes from a certain mindset because it is it does initially present as superficial right but it's like oh if i see this person is a little let's say they're they're more like because i feel like there's just so many standards mm-hmm. but let's say the person is considerably modest but they may like i don't know i'm trying to be like politically correct mm-hmm. but let's say that they also are a little like they're they, they can be spicy mm-hmm. you know this at the same time i feel like someone who wants to be friends with that person they're gonna be like oh i could be friends with her because she look like she like is okay with not okay but she's open mm. she's not gonna be as like strict yeah. or i'm not gonna have fine. a hard time <laughs> i think that's fine yeah so people can judge people that's someone that's that's off of appearance but people are associating it to what they think a person is mm-hmm. behind closed doors which could be truth mm-hmm. you never really know because mm-hmm. i've also seen instances where someone could dress a certain way but that doesn't mean they're not they're they're down for what you think they're yeah, down exactly. for exactly. yeah exactly so exactly yeah man Ugh. appearance is, i mean it's it's there's a lot of layers there's a lot of direction that you can talk about it with but we've i feel like we've talked about like yeah. all, many many of the layers so yeah we've talked we've covered it all but either way i mean be who you want to be i feel like it takes time to discover mm-hmm. what your style is yeah. but be truthful to your style yeah. don't do it for anybody else or and if you're any mm-hmm. any group any anything and if you're in a friend group where you you're constantly feeling that way that you always have to keep up and keep up with appearance, hair, nails, makeup, dressing, designer, anything like that. Haircuts. I mean, haircuts, please. <laughs> That's different. No, it's not. Let me not say that. Let me not say that. But like, just, just so many things. Like, it, mm-hmm. like, you will start to notice that like, like even like Mean Girls. Remember Mean Girls when what's her name had a dress? No, not Regina. The other Lindsay Lohan, the character mm-hmm. when she had to change up her style. Wednesdays we wear pink, and this other days we do this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it to that point where she started her personality started to change. If you feel like up. you're like really like changing who you are to fit in a friend group or to be down or to associate like those are the times where you have to step back and be like let me let me rediscover myself my style what i even like and like can i even keep up with this stuff financially like Mm -hmm. i'm doing all this stuff to be liked you it's time to go yeah it's time to it's time to back out so just keep those type of things in mind and it's it's easy to forget those things for a certain period because you're like i'm having fun i'm enjoying myself i'm making all these friends i'm meeting all these people but then there's there's gonna come a, t- a point in time where you start to realize like you look at yourself in your mirror like who am i like what am i doing yeah i feel like I, am i happy with myself yeah i feel like I, I i go through those moments sometimes too um in both sides like when i'm around a certain group of people i'm like what am like I don't fit in here. Like mm-hmm. I need to get back to to dressing like them or like being being like them. And then you go to another group of like, every mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know 
you know you just feel it just it just all depends on like who you're around in that in that moment so mm-hmm. it's just all every all these things is always going back to like yourself and like who you like just that inner like revelation i guess self-awareness self-awareness, self-awareness. yeah and presenting as such because you'll be most confident when you are showing up as your most authentic self yeah. in every place and that's so, a yeah. lifelong journey it is for sure but yeah this is a good conversation thank you guys for listening thank you guys for tuning in of course we'll catch you on the next podcast bye bye